Welcome to episode number three of the Rattled Mind podcast. Today's podcast is a reading of a short story written by me, W.A. McDonald. It comes from a collection of short stories called Rattled Mind. I'm using AI to read these stories because I read too fast. Today's story is called Free Enterprise, which is the third story from the book. In a moment, I'll explain the inspiration behind Free Enterprise and the story that follows it. Thanks for spending time in my rattled mind. Remember the reference to the fast food wars in the movie The Demolition Man, starring Sylvester Stallone? The following two stories are akin to that idea, not because I wanted to take the idea of fast food wars and apply it to tech giants or corporate behemoths. The concept of the next two stories popped into my head as a result of the mega corporations we have today, the Googles, Amazons, Microsofts, et al. I think the thought process was, as these corporations get bigger and, they, and entwine themselves deeper into our lives in each other's niches, i.e. operating systems, cloud services, home automation, they will quit competing on the open market and come to blows. The government would stay out of the way or limit the conflict because they did not want to lose their tax revenue stream or bribes or political gains garnered from said corporations and their conflicts. The reasons there are two stories is simple. The concept of the stories rattled about in my head for a long time before I found an outlet for them, flash fiction. They're definitely not novel link concepts, nor could I find an angle that would justify a short story. The idea of a blogger giving an synopsis of the conflict or a single warrior wondering how he came into his current situation seemed like a flash fiction outlet for this concept. However, if you're right enough and often enough, eventually you lose track of some of the stories you wrote. I wrote the first one and published it on my blog and moved on to other projects. As the months passed, I completely forgot about free enterprise and the concept that led to its creation floated to the top of my rattled mind once again. Once again, I decided flash fiction was the best venue of the concept and wrote Second Chance. It was not until I started to compile this collection of shorts that I realized I wrote the same story twice. Well, sort of. Free Enterprise It is difficult to determine who fired the first shot. The most common theory is that Microsoft grew tired of the inroads Google was making on its OS market and decided to take matters into their own hands. It started out as simple espionage but then quickly grew to full-fledged armed confrontations. There was an explosion at Google's Oregon data center. Though it didn't have much effect on Google's network, it crippled the facility. An investigation revealed that a bomb was the source of the explosion. The government assumed and started to pursue the idea of terrorists. Evidence revealed by Google's own internal investigation pointed in another direction. Within weeks, an explosion rocked Microsoft's Quincy data center. Like Google's, it did not disrupt Microsoft's services, but the damage is so extensive, Microsoft shut down the data center. Seemingly not wanting to take sides, the government once again claimed it was a terrorist act. President Trump called a press conference and vowed to hunt down and destroy every terrorist group known and unknown. Even if we must invade every sovereign nation in the process. As terrorist fears gripped the nation, Microsoft and Google beefed up their private security forces which soon resembled military forces. Other technology giants followed suit. This blogger believes the Battle of Kirkland started the tech giant wars. Reports cite that a convoy of Microsoft security forces moving from their Bellevue headquarters decided a show of force was necessary. They detoured past Google's Kirkland offices. Someone from Google's forces fired a warning shot, and all hell broke loose. By the time the shooting stopped, 
Google's Kirkland office was in the possession of Microsoft forces. The seizure of its assets didn't enrage Google's CEO as much as social media going viral with pictures of Microsoft's flag flying over one of Google's buildings. Within days, Google's board of directors awarded the CEO emergency powers. He swore vengeance for these atrocities while beefing up Google's security presence at all their facilities. It was clear that Google did not intend to lose another fight to Microsoft. When a reporter asked President Trump if the U.S. government would intervene, he stated, This is a dispute between free enterprise. America's concern is outside its borders and the war on terror. Trump then ordered the invasion of Yemen citing it would give us a foothold to the Middle East and stem the flood of terror from Yemen ports. When asked if he planned to invade Saudi Arabia, President Trump said, Nothing is off the table when it comes to ending the war on terror once and for all. Shortly after President Trump's press conference, Google attacked and destroyed Microsoft's Sacramento office. It wasn't long before other big players in the technology world became involved. While everyone was quietly sleeping in their Round Rock, Texas homes, a flight of a dozen stealthy drones launched an attack on Dell's world headquarters, destroying the facility. From a bunker deep in his palatial home, Michael Dell vowed vengeance. Through its own internal investigation, Dell's security team discovered that Foxconn manufactured the drones. Attacking Foxconn was out of the question for Dell, or any of the other tech giants for that matter. Foxconn was the equivalent of Switzerland, always neutral. Instead, Dell's operatives found a Foxconn employee in the know, and persuaded her to tell them who commissioned the drones. Dell security forces attacked all Lenovo U.S. and European facilities, two weeks later. U.S. troops, both on the ground and in the air, are too preoccupied with the invasion of Saudi Arabia to worry about a spat between technology superpowers. President Trump said when asked if it was now time for the government to get involved. As the war between tech giants escalated, drawing in more players, their advertising campaigns changed to reflect the conflicts. By AT&T Wireless Service. Help fund our efforts to fight off the European juggernaut that is T-Mobile. Host with GoDaddy, so we can continue to defend the freedom of the internet. iPhone, because we are fighting for the American way. Shop Amazon.com, because Walmart is bad for communities. The general population was truly surprised when Amazon started using its delivery drones to bomb Walmart stores in the late night hours. Walmart surprised Amazon by the sheer force of its private security force. Tens of thousands of vets and weekend warriors employed by Walmart rallied to their employer's defense. Amazon is fighting for its life. Warfare moved beyond technology giants with Amazon attacking Walmart. FedEx followed Amazon's lead by arming their planes and shooting down a UPS cargo plane. UPS sent an army of well-trained, former military delivery drivers to seize FedEx's hub in Memphis. The battle lasted for weeks before the UPS troops withdrew after suffering heavy casualties. As they retreated, they shelled the FedEx facility, leaving it virtually destroyed. The battles continue. New players enter the fray. Some of the oldest combatants are in talks for peace. On occasion, there is still the old-fashioned way of killing off the competition. Buy them. What was once a manga fantasy, giant corporations engaging in armed combat, is now a worldwide phenomenon. Recently, a blogger asked President Trump at a news conference why governments are not stepping in now that it has escalated beyond skirmishes. For the U.S., we continue to fight the true enemy, terror. That fight is hampered by the U.S. military's small pool of young men and women to recruit from. 
the private security forces pay better than the government can and have better equipment. As a result, we have turned to our allies for help in this fight, and they are assisting. The march towards Mecca will continue. This blogger believes that most of the other countries are afraid of corporate security forces. In fact, King Charles has entered in a contract agreement with the Virgin Corporation to replace the Palace Guard with Virgin's private security force. Better trained, better paid, and better equipped. Maybe one day corporations will replace our governments. Wouldn't that be the ultimate coup d'etat? If someone who wanted to bring an end to their government, or maybe governments around the world. They just plant a bomb at an essential asset of one of the world's largest corporations. Make it look like a competitor planted the bomb. Feed the fire with misinformation. Maybe a blogger, posting anonymously. Just a blip in the vast landscape of the internet. A blip that sometimes goes viral. Nah, it would never happen. Signed. The Federalist. Hope you enjoyed Free Enterprise. I also hope you, the listener, understand that the whole thing was written with my tongue firmly planted in my cheek. Thanks for listening. That concludes this episode of Rattled Mind. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to my story. Hopefully you enjoyed this little peek into the workings of my rattled mind. If you'd like to sample some of my other stories, please visit my website at wamcdonald.com. There you'll find short stories, a link to my book, Rattled Mind, and non-fiction blog posts that offer insights into my youth, growing up, and my worldview. Once again, thank you.